The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Mather, and welcome to the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast, also known in some circles as the Matto Dental Podcast, but it doesn't matter what you call it, you are here. And that's the most important thing. I'm Dr. Richard Matto. I'm your host. I'm also co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. And boy, do we have a great episode for you today. We've got something that happened on a mystery shopper call that I'm not sure if it's ever happened before. It might actually be mind-blowing, plus a really cool story that happened to me. I promise it will help your practice, maybe even your life. So, hey, thanks so much for being with us today on the podcast. I got to start by telling you that we have hundreds, I don't know, thousands, so many dentists over the across the country who have taken advantage of utilizing Stacks for their credit card processing, just like we do at the Meadow Center. We use Stacks for many reasons, but my favorite is they don't charge that percentage overage fee every single month. It's just a low, flat monthly fee for processing. And maybe you've heard me say this a million times, but for some reason, you haven't taken action to get Stacks in your practice. I'm going to make something so tempting for you this week that you're going to have to do it. So that is go to matto.com slash save. You'll get a call with a Stacks rep. They'll let you know if you will save money with Stacks. I'm pretty sure you will. And then when you sign up, I'll send you two of our incredible continuing education programs that are typically for members only, for paid members only. One is called the 10 Commandments for Staying Out of Trouble with Dr. Lucy Nichols. She is from the UK. She's a dental expert witness. She is extremely smart and she'll tell you 10 things that you need to change or do differently in your practice in order to stay out of trouble, stay out of court, don't get patients mad at you and don't do crazy damaging things to your patients in your practice. Definitely worth a listen. And if that's not enough, we've got the guy who's known as the dental insurance guy. That's right, Dr. Travis Campbell. I interviewed him. It's called the Dental Insurance Guy Speaks Out. And whether you are EPO heavy or totally fee for service, I promise, or anywhere in between, of course, which most of you are, um, I promise you will learn so much about the ins and outs of insurance and helping your patients in this interview. So go to matter.com slash save, sign up for Stacks, get these two incredible interviews, plus two months of your Stack subscription at no charge. So why aren't you doing this? Go ahead and do it, or you might regret it later. All right, so little story for you here. Last week, my wife and I were in Annapolis, Maryland, beautiful Annapolis, Maryland, home of the Naval Academy. It's a cool town, definitely worth a visit. It's a, probably about 45 minutes from our home in downtown Baltimore. Anyway, we had an event down there. Um, we went, and at the end of the night, we got a big surprise. It was not a swag bag full of goodies. It was not some cool desserts to go like they typically hand you at the end of these nice events, but it was a parking ticket on our windshield. And it wasn't just any ticket. I, I pulled the ticket off. <laughs> I looked at it. I, I did like double take and triple take. I couldn't believe it. It was a $500 parking ticket. 
I told my wife it was $500 and she was positive I was just kidding, right? Who's ever heard of a $500 parking ticket? That is nuts. Why did I get a $500 parking ticket? Why do we? Well, it was for parking in a disabled spot right on Main Street Annapolis. Parking in a disabled spot, who the heck would do that? I mean, I do crazy stuff all the time, but when it comes to things like this, I'm really big on following the rules. I would never park in a handicapped spot or use a handicapped stall or even handicap at the racetrack. I don't know. I just, so I'm thinking like, what is going on here? $500, that's nuts. So before we split, I pulled out my handy dandy iPhone camera, click, took a picture of the car against the curb, took a picture of the spot right in front of us. So the one of the car parallel parked against the curb, it showed there was no blue painted curb, which is kind of the universal, maybe not universal, but certainly national symbol for a disabled spot. And there was no sign anywhere right at that spot that it was for disabled parking. Then the other picture I took showed the disabled sign way off in front of our spot. And it clearly showed there was a huge space where a car and a half could have easily parallel parked there, utilizing the space that seemed like it was the one for um, for disabled parking. So I took these two pictures with my iPhone camera and we headed out. The next morning, I went on the website to plead my case. I, you couldn't ask for a hearing. First, you had to plead your case on the website. So I provided a narrative. I attached the two pictures and I sent it and then got like this auto reply email that said, I'd hear a decision in 14 days. 14 days to see if I'm going to be ripped off for $500. But guess what? I'm not kidding. Literally not 14 days, but 14 minutes later, I got an email saying that the ticket was dismissed and they apologized for my inconvenience. Wow. The parking people are apologizing to me. That was quite a switch, wasn't it? Um, so think about it. If I didn't have those pictures, those two pictures that I snapped, it would have been my word against the parking attendant, my word against lovely Rita. And I probably would have lost because you're going against a professional, their judgment. They said, I'm sorry. There were signage. This was a disabled spot, blah, blah, blah. But I had the pictures of proof. They provided absolute evidence. As they say, pictures are worth a thousand words or $500 in this case. But in dentistry, pictures can be worth so, so so much more. And that's the point here. Take pictures, take pictures, use your intraoral camera or your intraoral setup, whatever you want to call it, to show your patient what that horrible beat up old amalgam looks like. They will beg you to do the crown. So many people have these intraoral photography setups and just don't use them. And they, they collect dust. And it's really sad because they're great for showing a patient what their condition actually looks like. They're great for record keeping. Um, and also take full face shots, take smile shots. Before and afters always help sell the case. Um, you know, remember, if you have a great case and you never take the before and you start prepping, well, it's too late. You can never get a before shot once you've started your clinical procedure. So take more pictures than you think you'll ever need clinically. But don't stop there. If you take your team to a great seminar, take a picture of everybody learning together, having a good time. If you have a practice happy hour or you know, party, whatever, take pictures of it. Show off your beautiful office. Post all these things on your socials. Your, your patients and potential patients will love to see that you're not just a dental office, but you're also people who enjoy working together and get along well. It's so great for the practice. Um, Stick a patient's photo next to the testimonial on their website. I see people have written testimonials on their websites. That's great. Patient photo next to it. 
makes it so much more valuable. And the list is endless. Take pictures of everything. I, actually, I'm going to take that back. Um, don't take pictures of your expensive vacation or your Mercedes G-Wagon or whatever it is that will perpetuate the myth of the rich dentist. Don't do that. Your patients don't need to see that. But for everything else, take lots of pictures. And just like with my parking issue, they really may actually save your butt one day. I mean, you don't want to wind up in court or you don't want to wind up at a hearing or, you know, whatever, facing a disgruntled patient. But if you do, and it happens to most dentists at one time or another, and you've got pictures to back up what you're saying, and then the other person, the disgruntled patient just has their side of the story, you are going to win. Pictures are outstanding. So take pictures, take pictures, take pictures. Okay. Wow. That was fun. So it is time to move on to our mystery shopper calls. And something happened this episode that I don't know if it's ever happened, but it certainly hasn't happened for a long time. Um, right quick before we do that, right quick while I'm turning into a Southerner, right quick before we do that, I'm going to remind you, go to matter.com slash save. And for people who sign up for Stacks right now, I'm going to give you two incredible interviews, the 10 Commandments for Staying Out of Trouble with expert witness, Dr. Lucy Nichols. And the dental insurance guy speaks out with the most knowledgeable insurance dentist I know, and that is Dr. Travis Campbell. Okay, for the calls this episode, I just decided to ask people, why is a crown so expensive? Because I think it's something that if you don't get asked this all the time, well, people are certainly thinking it. And it's good not only to have an answer, but just in general when you're asked a question that maybe makes you squirm a little bit or makes you a little bit uncomfortable, it's good to practice, good to have answers. And the best answers, of course, lead to appointments. So on these calls, I pretended I was a patient who needs some crowns. I called an office, they gave me the fee, and I said, why are those crowns so expensive? Let's see what happens. Go over here to Command Central and call number one. Good morning. Dental, this is Kinsley. Hey, quick question for you. Um, my last dentist, which was in a different state, actually told me that I needed two crowns. And um, do you do crowns at your office? We do. And, and what's the, uh, the cost of a crown typically? Um, without insurance, they're about twelve hundred. And that's for both crowns or one? That's for one. Mm, okay. Why is a crown $1,200? That sounds like a lot of money for just one tooth. That's the cost that we choose to charge for the office. Do you have dental insurance? I don't. Okay. Um, yes, sir, that's the cost. It's, I believe, 1211 That's just for the crown itself. It is a porcelain crown that we get made from a lab. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's other crown options I could give you pricing for. But they're not they're different or they're not as good, you're saying? Um, I wouldn't say that. They're just different. They we give multiple options. But the one that we do most of the time is that porcelain one that's twelve hundred. Twelve hundred eleven. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. Well thank you very much. Yes, sir. Okay. Bye. Please. I don't know why this call, when, when I called it, started with like on hold music. It, nobody, nobody picked up or anything. The first thing I heard was that weird on hold music, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, then I asked for the cost of a crown, $1,200, actually 1211 
And why is a crown so expensive? And she said, that's what we choose. That's the cost that we choose. Oh, that explains it. Oh, right then. That's the cost that you choose. Then she went on to show that she really knew nothing about the different types of crowns. And then this potential patient who needs $2,422 worth of treatment in this practice, can't leave off that $11, is allowed to just hang up the phone. No even trying to get an appointment, no contact information, whatever. Let's move on to our next call. Mom, can I help you? I have a question. I know that I need um, two crowns, at least two crowns, and I don't have insurance. Um, Tell me how much your crown costs. Are you a current patient or a new patient? I've not been there before. Okay. Uh, crowns are fourteen hundred each. Each for one, it's fourteen hundred. Uh huh. Fourteen hundred. So for two, it will be twenty eight hundred for two. Correct. Right. And um, why are they so much money? Why is a little crown so expensive? Why are they so expensive? Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you currently have crowns and need replacements, uh, or you have existing teeth that are broken and you? Uh, it was recommended that you needed to get crowns. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. I think one's like a big old filling, uh, but I know my, you know, my last dentist told me I needed a couple crowns. That was like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay, all right. Um, that's the standard fee for um, our office is fourteen hundred dollars for the crowns. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Bye. I love that. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Good luck in what? Finding a dentist who actually wants to have me as a patient? Well, thank you for wishing me luck because that's what I'm looking for. I kind of like that. I have nothing against it. So she said, are you a current patient or a new patient? I mean, there are better ways to phrase it. Let's face it. But that was fine. Um, But she knew that I was a new patient or a potential new patient. And you'd think that with that knowledge, she would have gone out of her way to get me in the practice, but she didn't. She just started asking me some clinical questions that had no relevance. Like, are these new crowns or old crowns? Are they good crowns? Are they bad? I mean, who cares? Um, and then she said, well, that's just, you know, that's that's the fee that we've chosen or whatever. Uh, kind of a variation of what the first person did. And then again, let me hang up and good luck to you. Okay, good luck. Maybe I'll find a dentist who actually wants me as a patient and will be glad to do my two crowns. Okay, let's keep going. Thank you for calling Dental Care. This is Kappa. How can I help you? Uh, a question for you. I know that I'm in need of two crowns. Uh, I don't have insurance. Can you tell me how much a crown costs? Uh, hold on just a second. Now, when they put me on hold like that, I'm kind of making the assumption that maybe this person doesn't feel they're best for the job and they're going to go get the closer or the killer, whatever you want to call them. It's going to come back and be so good that I will definitely make an appointment. So maybe that's about to happen. We'll find out once this bad music goes off. This Ashley, can I help you? Oh, yeah, I was calling. I asked the last person. Um, I know that I need two crowns. Can you tell me how much a, a crown costs? Uh, nine fifty-seven. Is that for for one or for both? That's for one. For one nine nine hundred fifty-seven dollars. Uh huh. Why? Why is it, why is it so expensive to get a little crown? <laughs> Not really sure how to answer that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, then. You're welcome. 
Okay, bye. First of all, I wonder if she has any idea that 957 is incredibly inexpensive. I'm not sure what part of the country they are in, but man, that is low. Um, but I love her answer. Why is it so expensive? I'm not really sure how to answer that. Then blank, no comment. That was so lame. If she's not really sure how to answer it, I mean, that would have been a great way to say, I'm not really sure how to answer it. Why don't you come on in and have the doctor take a look? And he or she will be glad to answer that question for you. But she just took it nowhere. We are on a roll. Can it get worse? Can it get better? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's do a couple more of these. It's so much fun. To ensure the highest level of customer care, this call may be recorded. Welcome. Please press 1 to be connected. What was the point Please of that? Please press 1. <laughs> one choice. I love that. Thank you for calling Dentist is Chris speaking. How can I help you? Hey, question for you. My uh, previous dentist told me I needed two crowns, but I'm, I'm not going back to that office. But uh, do you do crowns in your office? We sure do. And what's the uh, cost of a crown? Um, do you have insurance? I do not have insurance. Yeah, I can definitely uh, get a typical... Uh, because like we have is we have like a smiles uh, dentistry program for uh, customers who don't have insurance runs like 119 for a year and then like they reduce the cost like I think the most of the crowns go from like two to one thousand a crown is two to one thousand yeah you mean like two thousand to one thousand yeah yeah uh, and what's the difference like I said, it, it with the dental program, it, it marked that down. So regularly right, started just, at two thousand, but yeah. I'm just confused. So it crowns two thousand, but you can get ten percent right. off. If you said? sign up for that, yeah, it, it basically will reduce that being part of that program. Runs one hundred nineteen for a year for one patient, one patient, uh, one family. One patient or one family. One one patient family. Sorry. And mix that together, yeah. One person, one one patient family. Okay, I'm really confused yeah. now, and I'm just curious too. What, why is a crown two thousand dollars just for one tooth? What's that all about? Uh, they that's what because most of the pricing is done through insurance. So once there's no insurance involved, then you know, the prices are just that high. Yeah. Oh wow! So they kind of. They, they price it high because some people have insurance, but then if you don't have insurance, you're kind of screwed. Well, I, yeah, I to be honest, I, I don't know how they're doing it, but um, yeah, okay. I can uh, if you yeah. want. I can I can I, if you haven't figured it out, I'm sort of new to this position, so I'm still figuring out uh, the ins and outs of it. Too. <laughs> if you want, though, we can figure out a specific quote. Because what we do is we'd have you come in and the doctor would do an evaluation, uh, what needs to be done for it. And that's why it also can vary a lot, too, based on whether they have to do build-up for the crown or just put it on. So each scenario can actually be a little different, too. I see. So, so, so they might be able to just put it right on there without doing anything else. Right, right. Yeah, it all depends uh, on what they have to work with. That That varies that a lot sometimes. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, um, thank you for that information. I, I think I'm mildly a little more confused now, but I do appreciate it. Not a problem. You have a great day. Uh, all right. You have a fantastic day. Thank you.
Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. At some point, I actually started feeling sorry for this guy. I mean, he knew absolutely nothing, but he just kept taking stabs at things and digging his hole deeper and deeper and giving like contradictory information. I love that when he said the the membership plan is is $119 for a single person family. It's like, well, what does that mean? This is for a single person or a family. And then he just like went with it. Yeah, it's for a single person family. Oh, man. Poor guy. And you might not need anything. They might just be able to pop that crowd right on there. Wow, I want that kind. I mean, I feel bad. Look, I know that um, it's tough to find really great team members these days. And if you are listening, you have great team members. Way to go. But uh, you need a certain degree of training or else you need to know when to punt and maybe bring someone else on to handle the call. But, man, this poor guy just knew nothing. I feel like he was working in a podiatry office. The day. Probably not even that. Probably nothing even medical. Um, but anyway, at, at the very least, I'm sure he had some level of training. And I think he probably had enough training to know that at the end of the call, he should have said, let's get you on the appointment book. Let's get you scheduled and, and you can have all your questions answered. Um, even with all the other flubs, which were hilarious. If he had done that, he would have bailed himself out and and gotten a passing grade because uh, it's almost like no matter how bad you are, if you get the patient on the schedule, you did your job. So this person could have redeemed themselves, but they didn't. All right, great, but I didn't. Okay, how about one more call? Thanks for calling Dental Care. This is Sherry. How may I help you? I have a question. Um, I know I need two crowns, or I think so. My last dentist mentioned that to me. Um, but I didn't get them done, and that was in a different state. Um, can you tell me how much a crown costs? I don't have insurance. Well, it is kind of a complicated question because not every doctor diagnoses things the same. Um, so the best thing for you to do is to come in and just have a free consult with our doctor, and he can evaluate. Um, the other option is for our patients who do not have insurance, we offer an in-house dental savings plan, which is um, $389 for the year. That gets you two cleanings, to all of your exams, um, all your x-rays, fluoride, and then 15% off treatment. So if you needed a crown or two crowns, it would be 15% off the price. Wow. Very interesting. That's a. I'm so yeah. glad you told me about that. Yeah, and a lot of people take advantage of that. It's a mm. huge savings for people that don't have insurance. Uh, maybe I'll get ten crowns then if it's such a big. Yeah. Thing. Hey, why not? <laughs> 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 well, thank come you so much in. for that information. Yeah, come on down. Right. I, I, Would you like so to uh, schedule an appointment with Doctor? There's no charge for a consult. That's so nice. Well, what I want to tell you now is that actually um, this is a mystery shopper call. Oh, okay. And, and you were excellent. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's for my podcast. I'm not going to tell you which one, but you're going to be on the podcast. And um, it's very rare that somebody Wait. does that well, offers a consult and all those great things. Are you kidding? What kind of podcast is this? Like... A local one? It's called a dental one. It's a dental one. It's called the Dental Practice Fixers. Ah, okay. Nice. All right. And every every week yeah, at every every podcast we do mystery shopper calls. And 
nobody, I'm telling you, nobody gives a nice explanation like that and says that, you know, every dentist has a different diagnosis technique and come in for a free consult, talks about the membership plan. So I really, really appreciate how well you handled that call. Oh, I appreciate the feedback. Thank you so much. You got it. Thanks so much. All right. Well, take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. All I can say is hallelujah, hallelujah. I, this was great. I mean, could you maybe nitpick and say she did one or two things incorrectly? Well, I mean, I guess you could, but so friendly, so knowledgeable, didn't say anything that was over the line clinically to overpromise, you know, which we hear so many people do. Um, she fully admitted that it's impossible to tell over the phone and let's get you in and the doctor will give you a free consult. Let's get you appointed. She explained the membership plan beautifully. This was one of the best mystery shopper calls in the history of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. It's so funny. I was like taken aback. I didn't know what to do when she did so well. I was actually shocked. I'm thinking like, should I actually make an appointment and then call back and tell her it was fake? Or, or should I just just reveal it right now and let her know it was a mystery shopper call and hear how happy she is? So I decided to do it that way. Um, again, it's not something I think about much because it so rarely happens, but I really thought she handled a tough question beautifully. Didn't back herself into a corner, didn't say anything contradictory, didn't overpromise, didn't get clinical, just said, come on in and we'll be glad to help you. So way to go. I'm so happy to end this fun episode on a positive note. That'll do it for this episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. You can check out our website at M-A-D-O-W dot com matto.com m-a-d-o-w.com if you want to send me a personal email my email address is rich at matto.com r-i-c-h at m-a-d-o-w.com thanks so much for listening and i cannot wait to see you soon bye for now